Passerby Illusions. We are recording live from the Sundance Film Festival. I've got the director and the star of one of a re really exciting short that I uh, had the pleasure of watching. Um, we have Emily Wilson and Danny Deichel. Yep. So um, first of all, congratulations on being here. That's really a, a big honor. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I thought that Danny's Girl was really a powerful commentary on sort of the the like fears that people go into online dating. There's this apprehension. Uh-huh, absolutely. Could you uh, talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, I feel like so many people online date right now, and I think that's great. Um, I've tried it. I've done it. Um, and I think it is just, like, the perfect setup and breeding ground for, like, potential disappointment, fear. Everyone has, an on, like, an online dating horror story. Like, to varying degrees. Like, oh, they, the picture was clearly from 10 years ago. Yeah. Or they're not, they're, it's a completely different person or whatever it is, you know? So there's always, like, so many different variables. Um, and so I think uh, because Danny's Girl is, like, a dark comedy, um, I think, yeah, it is just, like, a nice setup, um, the whole co online dating thing. Because it is ripe for disappointment. And, like, of course, you, you develop this relationship online, and you have high hopes, high ex expectations, and you want it to go well, right. you know? Like, that's, of course, who wouldn't? Um, but the film, of course, it does not go well. Things go wrong. And so, uh, yeah, humor ensues. <laughs> I thought especially, like, I'm a defender of online dating because I'm lazy and I don't like going to bars and I don't stay up late and I barely drink. So mm -hmm. all, all of those are these horrible factors. Yeah. Um, but you, the film really uh, strikes at like when you when you date somebody you know, there's a sense of baggage that you know is on the table. And this, it's just like, oh, there's a box with something uh, kind of, I don't know, should I spoil it? Or? Yeah, no, 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 okay. We've been saying just something kind of uh, shocking. Or... There's a shot, yeah, there, there's a shock. <laughs> and uh, you really, the, the claustrophobia of, of that sequence and the, all the emotion was just, it was really uh, exciting and terrifying to watch. Yeah, yeah. How did uh, how did you feel going going through the the? It, it, I I could not imagine. I have some date online dating horror stories and nothing nothing compares. Yeah, and I've only did, online dated also a bit and no nothing that horrifying. Uh, not no like terrible nightmares, but I've you know had a few bad dates in my day. Do you think that the because there's. I feel like the the sort of the trope of like I'm gonna go on a date with like an axe murderer or something. Yeah. It, it's kind of as as like Tinder and all of that has been normalized, and yet there's still um, there's on on Reddit every day there's like just stuff all about uh, this is just so awful, and yet there's kind of like a it, it feels somewhat like it's a time capsule like of early people's earlier fears about. Yeah, I'm 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 glad you said that because actually people haven't really brought that up. But in making the film and writing the film, I wanted it to feel like a time capsule. Like, there is an answering machine in the film. It's clearly dated. There are no iPhones. There are no phones, period. Um, I made sure that the wardrobes were kind of time period ambiguous. There is nothing that screams 2019. There is nothing that screams 80s, 90s. It, like, you know, maybe her barrettes are 90s, but the barrettes still exist. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted it to feel kind of um, timeless. And A, because I like that aesthetic. I 
no hate, but I, I'm not a fan of like iPhones and movies. I know that's the world we live in and I'll, I'll probably like get over it, but like, that's just not my aesthetic. Uh-huh. Um, so I, uh, uh, but also to add to that, like the motivation also behind kind of making it a time capsule is that it is kind of, the film sort of does take place in the time period before there was apps. Like it could be the, I don't know, maybe like 10, 15 years ago when people thought online dating was still kind of out there or weird or, you know, like people were really- the old fashioned websites. Exactly. Yeah. They were like squeamish about it. Or the same way that people were squeamish about classified ads. Yeah, it does kind of has a, have a weird, uh, it kind of seems like it would have been made at the dawn of like dating apps as yeah. like a warning movie or something. And so it does have like a, a weird dated quality, but it is timeless at the same time. Yeah, and that, that was intentional, you know. It has also kind of a, a old-fashioned theme of the uh, lead really wants, wants uh, something that a lot of millennials are just kind of on there to have fun, fool around, and you get kind of, you run into the situations where you can have a really intimate experience with somebody, and then the next day they're just ghosted, and that's that's uh, kind of the world we live in, and yeah. yet there, there are people who, are, who go there with a certain intention, they want to get married in X number of months, years, sometimes months if you're... Uh, really scary. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I'm like, I, it, I, I would online date again, but I'm like, and I would need to catch up with all the stuff that I did. I've tried Tinder. This was years ago. I would need to catch up. But my instinct is like, like in something like an OkCupid, which my understanding and things could have changed, but my understanding is that you can be very straightforward. Like I want kids. I want a monogamous relationship. I do want marriage. Like, kind of lay it out on the table, um, where I guess Tinder is more just, you know, swiping and stuff, you know? There's a there's a surreal sequence in there without getting wading into uh, uh, spoilers, but kind of at the end where you're throwing something completely out of left field, especially after your performance, to ha- have it uh, proceed to that note. And I thought that that was uh, really clever and... Um, my partner and I talk about having kids a lot and uh, we'd have to go through other means. But you think about sort of the traditional way that they, people do that and sometimes it's really romantic and sometimes it's really uh, what happened in the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Practical. I think it is kind of a romantic film. It is. I mean, it totally is. Like, you know, for all the, the dorks out there, it's like, you know... A, a fantasy, uh, it's romantic on, on a lot of levels, you know? Yeah. I, to I, me, anyway. Yeah, no, there's definitely romance in there and sweetness and two people who are kind of have their own weird shit going on, um, connecting, ultimately. Um, but yeah, but the scene you're referring to is also like, yeah, kind of like a very practical approach <laughs> to intercourse. Sure. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely the 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 way you shot a lot of the scenes was uh, I really like, especially filming in a house. It's it's hard to get a good angle, and then really uh, feel you feel like you're in a way kind of encroaching on two people's uh, intimate moment, and then uh, it, it was just really uh, thrilling to watch. And uh, I also wanted to ask about uh, the squash. How many you went through during filming? Great question. Great question. I 
bought, I did the grocery shopping. It was a very small crew. I bought four squash. So I think we went through three. And we, we had the innards scooped out beforehand, threw them in a bowl. But I think it was three squash. Yeah, so not too bad. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. And I, I'm always kind of, when I'm, when I'm cleaning, like, uh, with, with stuff like that, it's like, oh, you know, when that goes flying, it's just this, this terrifying feeling. And it kind of was at, at, at a point where you're thinking, like, the film is, uh, these people, like, one of them, you, you need to really run for the door. Yeah, right. I think that at one at, at one point in the while we were filming that we did have Danny running for the door. Yeah, and it just didn't feel right, and it probably would have been put on the cutting room floor anyway. But there were there was a like at one point in the film there was a moment where he like considered it. Well, yeah, because like so many people, you go on a bad date, and then all this like you, you don't want to just like say I need to get up and leave because you think that's kind of rude, and yeah. then at the right. same time you're like this yeah. is uh, get me out of here. yeah yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to make the escape. And obviously you come up with strategies. Like uh, yeah. you you go out for a coffee instead of a drink or you, you limit yourself to one drink or whatever it is. But it is awkward to kind of... Daytime dates is a good... Uh, you let yourself on out. Yeah. Give yourself on out to, you know, I got something to do later as opposed to like a nighttime date. Yeah, exactly. Or in like in movies, they always have the best friend call. Oh, yeah. They always yeah. have the best friend call, like, oh, there's an emergency. Or a dog that, like, suddenly has to go to the vet. Exactly. That, that always happens. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Do you find yourself relating to Danny a lot as a character? I, I, I kind of, I liked him. Yeah. Um, I definitely, like, in my soul, I know him very well. Like, I, I feel like Danny is, like, a... Um, a version of a very like arrested development version of myself. It's he's, he's like a damaged inner child version of my inner child, I guess. I don't know. I, I just, it comes, I'm, I'm very able, I'm like really able to play him very easily. Like, and I think that's probably for a reason. Like it, it's, it's something that he's kind of a character. If you watch him on screen, like, I kind of joke, I kind of joke around, like I'm sure Emily kind of has seen me sort of ape that character just in, you know, us joking around, like, and, and you know, that inspired her to write that character for me, and I think it's just this, I don't know, part of it is I like, I, I'm like very observational about personalities, and I, I kind of soak up, I'm really just, I don't know, I, I love just like, people watching and just, you know, seeing quirks in people. And, and, and I think I just kind of built up this character in my head that must just be some, like, uh, kind of, um, what do you call it, a projection of myself or something. But I, I think I personally have solved a lot of problems that the character Danny hasn't solved in his life. I think he maybe he gave up or something <laughs> <laughs> somewhere along the line. It's like without therapy. Or like yeah, without right. Therapy. That's that's it. That's that's me without therapy. <laughs> One of the things I kind of I, I miss very little about online dating, having not done it in like three years, but. Uh, one of the things I kind of miss is it's one of those few scenarios where you can, you never really know what you're going to expect. You can, even when it's going like re really, really wrong, there's still, and in the film has a certain kind of hilarious sense to it. 
or you're just watching this unfold and you're like, you're lucky that you're not them, but I, having been in some pretty weird situations, I mean, they're fun to la laugh about later. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I've been on of some bad dates and I, could, I don't know if I should go into a specific, but, um, <laughs> well, but, but in the moment, even I'm like, this is going to be a great story or like, you know, I can like write it into a screenplay or something, you know, trying to find just like the humor in it, the levity in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just try to like, I mean, you're there. Like, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't want to be an asshole to them, but like acknowledging that, like, oh, here we go. Like strap in. Were there uh, a lot of different scenarios that you were plotting or how did the, did the idea sort of come from what you wanted to do in the house or more from the perspective, I, I want to tell a interesting story about about this this weird thing that's come to really be a vital part of american romance in the last like 20 years danny the real danny who i wrote the character danny for was in a long distance relationship at the time and so i because i wrote the film for him i think that's what just was like the initial premise i didn't really necessarily be like i want to tell a film about online dating or the disappointments of it it was just the, a premise that was like the jumping off point and from there, I just kind of had fun. Um, I knew I wanted to make a film that was contained. Minimal locations, house. I wanted it to feel intimate. I wanted it to be like two characters. I love like, yeah, like r romance stuff, like interpersonal dating. I just like, I like. Um, I like writing like kind of awkward character dialogue. So I think, and I also like um, like dark stuff, like Todd Salons and stuff like that, like his films and... Um, so I think I just wanted to take all of those elements and I just came up with this scenario. Um, but I was also working on a documentary series at the time that dealt with like feminine grief and feminine frustration. And so there was, um, that made me think of Cleo's predicament. And so I kind of took Cleo's predicament that was inspired by this doc series I was working on. And then Danny's real life long distance relationship predicament and they kind of mashed together and uh, just wanted to develop characters in a short period of time have like a pretty decent film arc in a short period of time uh, so strategic in that sense and then also I just wanted to make something that was fun that I could ha have fun with that was stylish that I would want to watch and that's kind of it so has the film premiered at Sundance already or is it last night was the premiere Congratulations. Thank um, you. What, what's been the most exciting uh, moment for Sundance so far for you guys? I, well, so I, we were just um, at a restaurant. I'm not going to say exactly what these people yelled at me because it'll spoil the movie. But uh, yeah, a bunch of people yelled, Danny! And then called me, called me something that pertains to the movie. Anyways, I didn't know these people. It was like kind of fun and thrilling. They, they were excited to see me eating pizza outside of a restaurant. Yeah, that's cool. It means like they're still thinking about the movie, right? Yeah. Um, and then they like, knew my name, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like my name, but... Yeah, I wish I heard that. But that's cool. Um, for me, it's... it's uh, the premiere was very exciting. Um, meeting the other directors. Um, it's been cool. Um, uh, and just being able to talk about the film, honestly. Like, stuff like this is super fun. Um, it's not something I do all the time. So it's really nice to just be able to talk about it because obviously I'm passionate about film. So it's cool to like dissect it with people. Do you want to tell us where we can find you? 
Sure. Um, I'm on Instagram at Emily Ann Wilson and with an E at the end. Uh, I also have a website, emilyannwilson.com. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I have a art uh, Instagram where I post art work that I do, and that's Danny Dykel Art, uh, and that's D-A-N-N-Y-D-I-K-E-L-A-R-T. Cool, I'll be sure to uh, link to all of that, and uh, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with Danny's Girl, and I, I recommend checking it out. It's a really wild shred. Uh, thank you. Thank you.